hope you guys are all celebrating some big adulting milestones this season. And you know what? Finding the perfect gift for those celebrations can be kind of tough. I have the solution over at grownupgear.com. We have adorable hats, totes, mugs, pillows, tees, and seriously, the most cozy and comfortable sweatshirts. They're all on grownupgear.com and all at affordable prices. We even now have digital gift certificates. If you can't decide, use code GROWNUP for 15% off your first order. Buying from our small business helps to support this free podcast. And you know what? We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You know what they would say to me? Man, I sure wish you would have taught me credit in school. And that got me to thinking. A lot of these people that are in prison, contrary to your belief, are there for monetary value. And what does that mean? The reason that they was there was for something pertaining to money. And you could say, well, he killed them. Well, he killed them because he was trying to get some money. Somebody owed him some money. Some type of relevance to it. He's there for robbery. Robbing somebody to get some money. You say he's there for drugs. He's selling drugs to get some money. You're listening to Money Tips for Financial Grownups with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grownup. And you know what? When it comes to money, being a grown-up is hard, but together, we've got this. Hey friends, this is going to be a very different and a very important episode. Normally, we talk a lot about things like staying out of debt and financial literacy and the consequences of not doing those things, of not knowing what's going on with your money. But what about financial literacy to stay out of prison, to not commit crimes? That is what my guest, Flame Newton, wanted to talk about. He spent about a decade of his life serving time for identity theft, and he heard a lot from fellow prisoners about why they were there. And in almost every case, Flame says, the crime was tied to money in some way. It brings the importance of financial literacy to a whole new level. This man has a lot to say that makes sense, but you have to pay close attention. So this is an episode you really want to be present for. I hope all of you get as much out of this interview as I did. It is really, really good. Here is School of Credit's Flame Newton. Flame Newton, you are a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And by the way, we connected on Clubhouse. So you're my first Clubhouse find. So I'm so excited because you have the most amazing backstory and you have incredible advice. You know, I do a little homework on my guests, Flame, and this was on your Facebook page. And it's very appropriate to our grown-up audience. You say, the phrase I get tired of hearing is, quote, they didn't teach us this when we were growing up. Newsflash, you've grown up now, so you better learn it or this thing called life will teach you. Tell me more about that and your general philosophy, and then we're going to get into more about you. Wow, Bobby. Um, one thing that I can say is pertaining to that, I mean, we listen to a lot of people in a, in a different manner of ways. And one of the ways that that's a collective group of individuals, they're coming together and they always have this quite saying, and that saying is man, I, they didn't teach me this when I grew up, right? And so all of these things amongst that, or my parents didn't teach me this. They say all of these different things, but what we must know and what we must understand is that at this point, this world is not the world that we had it when we grew up. 
It's not. And, and that's something that we have to come to grips on is the fact that now we're in a position now to creatively uh, get information from all walks of life. I mean, even think about our children now, right? And our children, they have friends all over this globe, all right? And it's all based upon the technology that we have in advance. So pertaining to just utilizing the school system, getting the school system to teach us things, right? Or even passing judgment down to our parents who actually never taught as well. And when you start to base it upon that, now you start to say, you know what? Now it's up to me. Why? Because now I'm kind of adapted to what my children are doing. What is that? I'm adapted to the globe because they have this thing and it starts with www. And when you say www, let's let it be understood in what it is. It's called the World Wide Web, right? The first word tells you everything, the world. And so you can get different perspectives pertaining to the information that you don't know from people that are all over the globe, all over America. So if you're looking for information pertaining to something that can make you better, you have these places and there are a lot of free places. And we could talk about them, places like Google. And I understand Google have a lot of bad information and misinformation, but there's also some good ones there too. So let's not discredit those. They also have places like YouTube, even the social media networks like Facebook, or even going down to where you where you got me at, which was uh, Clubhouse, right? And a collective group of these places that have pertaining to a lot of this information, we just have to buckle down and get it. And to a point to where we got to find out what matters to us most. What we're going to quit doing is we're going to quit making up excuses and bringing up the past as a reason for why we're not moving towards the future. I totally agree. Could not agree more. And we could talk about this all day, but I want our listeners to learn more about you and your backstory because you are highly intelligent and you are a student for sure. And unfortunately, earlier in your life, you use that for some, well, some things you went to prison for. Tell us more about that. Oh, man. I always take a deep breath before I do that because um, anytime I, I get into this area, I like to make sure it's detailed. I like to make sure that you understand it and it's clear that I don't I misinterpret nothing that I've said or going to say or getting ready to say. And that was, I was the bad guy, right? I went to jail for murder and I went to jail for bank robbery, right? That's what I went to jail for. And what I did was I robbed people and I killed them while they were still living. Right? And they have a term for it and they have a word for it. That word is called identity thief. I went to prison for a very long time based upon that, right? Because I did something in the eyes of the government they never seen heard or even done before. Now I know you got all misjudgments about me right now as you as you listen into this. But I like to make sure that you hear it right out of the horse's mouth as they say. What I did was wrong, wrong to the utmost. But what the government said I did was I only stole people identities that had a 600 credit score or below. So not the 700 or higher that everyone was so in love with. What I did was is I was able to clean that credit up and then attach it to a business to go get money from it. Now, although that my method was wrong, the process wasn't. And so I ended up going to prison. And while I was there, uh, there were guys that was there and they was always talking to me. And they would say the same thing, like you was talking about earlier, Bob. You know what they would say to me? Man, I sure wish you would have taught me credit in school. And that got me to thinking, a lot of these people that are in prison contrary to your belief, are there for monetary value. Now, what does that mean? The reason that they was there was for something pertaining to money. And you can say, well, he killed them. Well, he killed them because he was trying to get some money. Somebody owed him some money, some type of relevance to it. He's there for robbery. 
robbing somebody to get some money. You say he's there for drugs. He's selling drugs to get some money. And you start to add these things up. What they don't know is pretty much what we talked about earlier. It's the fact that the stuff was not talked about in heavily populated areas. And so being understood of that magnitude, I'm able to teach. And one of the biggest compliments that I've ever gotten is when a kid had asked me one time, I'm sitting in prison. And he asked me, he said, Flame, could you read this to me? Read. And the word was tomorrow. Couldn't believe it. See, things that we take for granted, these things really weigh down on other people, like reading. Now, although that he could tell you about 28 grams is a, 20, 28 grams and, and, and understanding the ounces because he's dealing with drugs all day, and he, he learned the numbers in that, in that magnitude, even count money all day long pertaining to it. But he didn't know the magnitude of things like reading. And I said, what? If you read something that you like. And so when we get into these type of components pertaining to it, I'm understanding and I make sure that on every single platform that I've ever been on, there will never be one, that I would never say the words that I'm apologetic on all get up for every single thing and every victim that I've, that I've ever affected. I make sure that. Don't hesitate that. But with that being said, along this life, we have journeys. And this was just one of mine. What did you actually go to jail for? I went to jail for identity thief, money laundering, and, and bank fraud. So what I did was I, I took people, identity, attached it to a business, and went in and got, got a lot of money from it. What I was doing was cleaning up the negative items to make them appear as more trustworthy than they actually were, getting the banks to give out money to that particular person. That was when I would go get the money and take off from that manner. Money that they didn't even know that it existed from the people that I took the identities from. Wow. That's really scary. Over 75% of the American public that once they fall in debt, they go back into debt within the two to three year window. Why? Because they have not been educated about it. So the more that they can get educated about something pertaining to what field, I'm just talking about credit. What is one thing people can look at and boost that score? Uh, it's not your score. So let's let's leave that right there. Oh, okay. I got you, Bobby. Watch this. Watch this, Bobby. I got you. I want you to be concerned with the contents which is on your credit profile. Again, the items that are on your credit profile, I want you to take heed to those items that are there, understanding that they have these things called quality lenders, right? Quality lenders. These lenders are considered measurements there. They're considered the highest of the high. Now, the Bank of America's, the Wells Fargo's, the Chase's, Capital One's, the Cities, Barclays, even the U.S. banks, you have some of those quality lenders that are on your profile. And the tip that I'm going to give you for this is watch this. If you pull out your credit card right now, I need everybody to pull out your credit card. If, if you're driving, just keep driving. Don't do it while you're driving. But right now, I want you to pull out your credit card. If the front doesn't match the back, that card is whack. <laughs> if the front says chase, the back of your card must say chase. But if the front of your card, and I love Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret, we love you too. But if your front of your card says Victoria's Secret and the back of your card says Synchrony Bank, uh, that's not a great, great quality credit card. You like bank-issued credit cards. 
Why? Tell us why. Because that is a quality lender and a quality lender meaning that that point, that bank have gave you money. They didn't give you goods or services for money. I like to explain it in this way. Like Home Depot. Home, Home Depot has a great company. I love Home Depot to death. But if Home Depot gives you, uh, let's say, a $2,000 line of credit and you go buy a refrigerator for $1,000, if you buy a refrigerator for $1,000, that refrigerator might have cost Home Depot $200. So if it costs Home Depot $200, that means you paid one-fifth of the price of that. So if you didn't pay back Home Depot that thousand, let's say you didn't pay them back, what was the loss to Home Depot? Was the loss a thousand or was it $200? The bank issue is going to lose more. So the risk is going to be higher, which makes it a more quality card. Does that make any sense? It makes total sense. And I've never seen that argument framed that way. And I'm processing it and I'm going to keep thinking about it because you make a really interesting point. I want to get to where people can find you. I know you have a lot of amazing resources. I can't believe you created this in only a little over a year um, since you've been out. But tell us more about where people can find you and how they can learn from all that you have to offer. Great. I appreciate it. One is I have a book, which is called The School of Credit, Learning Master the 12 Levels of the American Credit System, which is on Amazon. Definitely, that is something that I want you to go tap into. It's a great foundation. This is one of the books that goes down with the greats. When I'm saying greats, I'm saying the greatest books of all time, such as the Webster's Dictionary, such as the encyclopedias, and those sort of ordeals. So it's in a different caliber. Also, you can find me, you can reach out to me at flame at flamenewton.com. Again, that is flame at flamenewton.com. I'm always on Clubhouse. You can find me on uh, social media sites. Uh, I've been away from Instagram. I'm starting to get over there now. Also, uh, Facebook, uh, all under Flame Newton. And other than that, man, listen, when you see me, man, I stop, I talk, uh, I laugh, we joke, we kick it, we have fun. It's a good time. You know what I mean? Or if not, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out how to make it a good time. Other than that, appreciate that, Bob. I love that. And people want to know, Flame, your real name? Flame Newton. Given by your mother? Really? That's amazing. Love it. All right. Thank you so much. I mean, I appreciate you having me on this podcast. I'm excited for the people that are just getting started on their credit journey. I'm, I'm appreciative of, of people that are trying to overcome something and don't feel like they can overcome it. Uh, I'm excited for you, Bobby, in the podcast to see in which direction that it's going to grow. I do appreciate you and I thank you. And I'm humbled on all levels. There's a lot here, but here's some things that stood out to me. Stop making excuses and saying, so-and-so didn't teach you. Well, if you're a grown-up, go out and educate yourself. In the past, you could say you didn't have access to information. Well, now, as Flame points out, we do have information. We have the internet. You have to be careful. There is misinformation out there, but you can and you need to get educated and take responsibility for it yourself. Flame also doesn't like store credit cards. Well, the basic premise is that they have less to lose if you default. His feeling is that their validation of your credit worthiness may not have the same high bar as a bank credit card. It's an interesting theory and something we should think about. Flame also warns that the majority of people are repeat offenders when it comes to getting into debt. So if that is you, stop the cycle. 
One thing you should definitely not do is go into debt buying presents for friends and loved ones this season. There's a lot of celebrations coming up. I get it. But please check out the affordable gifts on my website, grownupgear.com. And as a special promotion, we are going to give away one $50 credit card to Grown Up Gear each week until July 4th, which is Independence Day. And maybe we can also call it Financial Independence Day. There are two ways to enter to win. Take a screenshot of this podcast, post it on social media, Instagram specifically, and tag me at BobbyRebel1. And then also email that screenshot to us at hello at financialgrownup.com. The second way to enter is to write a review of the Money Tips for Financial Grownups podcast on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to us at hello at financialgrownup.com. Big thanks to Flame Newton for sharing so generously with us and helping us all be financial grownups. Money Tips for Financial Grownups is a production of BRK Media, LLC. Editing and production by Steve Stewart. Guest coordination, content creation, social media support, and show notes by Ashley Wall. You can find the podcast show notes, which include links to resources mentioned in the show, as well as show transcripts, by going to my website, bobbyrebell.com. You can also find an incredible library of hundreds of previous episodes to help you on your journey as a financial grown-up. The podcast and tons of complimentary resources associated with the podcast is brought to you for free, but I need to have your support in return. Here's how you can do that. First, connect with me on social media at bobbyrebell1 on Instagram and bobbyrebell on both Twitter and on Clubhouse, where you can join my Money Tips for Grownups Club. Second, share this podcast on social media and tag me so I can thank you. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reading each one means the world to me. And you know what? It really motivates others to subscribe. You can also support our merch shop, grownupgear.com, by picking up fun gifts for your grown-up friends and treating yourself as well. And most of all, Help your friends on their journey to being financial grownups by encouraging them to subscribe to the podcast. Together, we got this. Thank you for your time and for the kind words so many of you send my way. See you next time. And thank you for supporting Money Tips for Financial Grownups.